And well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. It is me, Corey. We got Burke. We got Hoyt. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Glad to be back. It's been a while. Yeah, certainly has. January 13th, 2022, and we are coming up on NFL wildcard weekend, and this is just a fantastic gambling weekend. Don't you agree? It's maybe the best because it's the most games and it's playoffs, so every team's going to be going 110%. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. The lines start to tighten up. Sorry. I'm just super excited not to have to watch the Titans this weekend and just, uh, you know, root against the Chiefs. No, I mean, it's fun. I mean, I see it this way. NFL in general is probably like the most ideal gambling sport. I mean, I bet other sports and I probably prefer to bet like NBA for the most part, but I think NFL is still the most like perfect gambling sport just based on a lot of factors, just like the way the scoring happens in these weird discrete chunks that can create interesting situations and like the way the rhythm of the game kind of like it's not all action all the time. So you can get up to fucking go do other shit. Like you're not like overwhelmed by constant action. There's like these breaks and stuff like that, but the slates in the regular season can give you a little bit of like decision fatigue from like, you know, there being anywhere from like 14 to 16 games, you know, every weekend. So like the playoffs, you know, it's a big enough slate to have variety, but it's more condensed. So you're not like feeling like you're forcing any, or you're not getting like FOMO, on games that you pass on and then you later and you know your lean was correct or whatever or you could have made money um you get none of that you can bet every game without forcing it the lines tighten up because you're getting more parity because these are all the teams that made the playoffs it's just fucking like a gambler's like paradise you know yeah and especially the wild card because all these teams are teams that are more or less on the same level uh in terms of wins and losses you know you're not going to have the great mismatches that we might have in the coming weeks when the Titans, you know, have to play uh, the Raiders or someone who just sneaks through. So this yeah. is going to be a lot of fun. No, the cream of the crop is getting their buys. And we have the teams that are a lot more like, you know, the, the pack that's a lot tighter together. And you got the teams that like just barely snuck in and the teams that kind of underwhelmed and uh, it'll be fun. So what I'm thinking is we run down the list to, each one of us picks every game, and then you get up to three units to assign to each game. So these are going to be one, two, or three-unit plays. Uh, if you win, you win that many units. Uh, if you lose, you lose that many units. If we want to, I mean, I guess we could keep it, keep track of it all the way down to the juice. Um, you know, so like if I do a one-unit play, it'll be one, you know, 1.1 units laying to win one. Uh, if I'm seeing it at minus 110 or whatever, keep track of it. See how we all do at the end of the weekend. Sound good? Sure. Sounds good. All right. So I may, I may have zoned out during some of that, but I'll follow along. That's okay. You'll pick it up quick. So first off, I've got Cincy minus five. I've got it as a full three unit play um, for reasons that should be obvious. Let's hear what your guys' initial lean is, and then we can get back into the discussion on this one. But I've got it as my as, as a max play. Um, so I, you know, I really like the Bengals in this one. I'm not sure that I'm going to max it out, but the Bengals really looked into having the Raiders, <clears throat> excuse me. I think they might've struggled a little bit against, uh, new England, but they're going to have, they're going to have Joe Burrow. Um, you know, I think he's going to be lining it up because I really don't think the Raiders are going to be able to t- put too much pressure on him. I think this is going to be a really good matchup. 
for them. And I think this is kind of where Derek Carr comes back to earth, perhaps. Um, he's been playing really well. The Raiders have been playing, punching above their weight. Sort of a feel-good story, giving everything that's happened to them. But I think uh, I think this is kind of where it ends for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with most of those points, like pretty much like to a T. Um, I think sort of they got into the playoffs in dramatic fashion with this sort of like emotional season they've had with a whole lot of like grief and a whole lot of like really bad things happening, which you mentioned. And but I think that's the extent of it. Like they made the playoffs. That's the victory for them. This is where reality hits them in the face. I mean, I've looked at this line um, and I was kind of seeing the ways that the Raiders cover this or even win outright. Like I'm not saying like notwithstanding the fact that I have it as a three unit max play, like I see the ways it could easily lose. And I see the ways the Raiders could easily match up well against the Bengals in a lot of different um, context, but I also think at the end of the day, just like I, I had to stop vacillating on it and make a play. And I think the Bengals are just like the superior, superior team with the weapons they have uh, and with the home field advantage in this one. And so, like, you know, I think it's a decisive Bengals victory here, and the minus five um, is easy. And so I'll, I'll, you know, max that one all day. If I'm wrong, I'll live with it, but three units on Bengals minus five. Point. So. I, I kind of wish I hadn't been left to be the third person to talk on this one because I, I, I have a different take than the two of you, but but not a strongly different take. Um, right. um, I mean, go if, ahead, if, if, I, if I were going to like come out and torch you guys and say I thought the Raiders were going to win easy, like of course I'd want to be left for last. But my, my take is way softer than that, which is I think the Bengals are 100% going to win this game, but right. there's so many ways it's close. There's so many universes where this game ends up close. It's going to be 28 degrees out. Like, that's that's cold game. Like, this this could be grinded out football. Also, man, it's, it's a lot of faith to put in a quarterback and a lot of other, like, really important players on a team that have never played in the NFL playoffs before. I, I, I think this is going to be a game where the Bengals are going to have to find their footing. I think they probably will at some point. I, I just... I think what I'm going to come down on is I'm also taking Cincinnati, but I'm only going to put two units on it. Okay. Well, I mean, know. those are all good points, man. I mean, like I said, I, I see all the ways that that can happen and um, none of this is a sure thing, but I just like, when it comes down to it, I like the Bengals here as just like the, the team that matches up in a superior fashion in most aspects, but you know, you're right. But so I got Hoyt down for two units, Burke for two, me for three, but what were you saying, Burke? Well, I was going to say, I mean, um, you know, it's true. You've got a lot of guys making your first playoff start for the Bengals. But you know, who's also making his first playoff start is Derek Carr. Right. Um, and after eight years, it'll be kind of interesting to see how he handles that pressure. Is it going to be, is he going to look like an eight year veteran or is he going to look like a guy making his first playoff start? And is the moment going to be too big for him? So that's going to be kind of fascinating, I think, to see. Yeah, and I yeah. guess I guess I worry about that more with the team that's supposed to win than the team that's trying to play spoiler. Um, and also, I worry about it more with the team laying points than the team getting points. Makes sense. Okay, so uh, we're all on Cincy uh, in varying degrees of confidence. Let's move to the next one where I am decidedly less confident. Uh, oh, but... I disagree on this one. 
you're, no you're one very will be surprised confident. by what, what what my pick is or how confident I am. <laughs> you're, I, I imagine you're going to be three units on Buffalo minus four, which is what can, I'm saying. Yes, yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So I am something like one unit on Buffalo minus four. I'm, I was vacillating between one and two. I'm going to settle on one. This is a one. This is a like gun to my head type play. I'll take Buffalo minus four just because I think it's, they are the superior team at home. And I think that line is kind of short. So I'll take it. I've got no real degree of confidence. So that'll be my one unit play at minus four. But um, I'll leave the floor to you guys because if either of you feel more strongly about it, and I know how it does, then you'll probably have more to say about it than I do. For me, it's it's better better team, better roster, uh, better quarterback, rookie quarterback on the road. The Bills' uh, home stadium uh, advantage is, is about as good as anyone's in the entire league. It it's just this is this is an easy Buffalo by two touchdowns to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree there. I mean, like I said, I I am for some reason just more superstitious about Bill Belichick uh, than you are. You're more willing to go against him, but I mean, I'm not so willing that I'm I'm taking New England here. But that's why I'm a one unit play. So I've got you down as as a three unit play, uh, yes, Burke. Where do you sit on this one? You know, the only thing that gives me pause is Bill Belichick. Um, yeah, you know, Mac yeah. Jones is. He's okay. He's having an okay season. He plays like he's he plays like he's trying too hard. You know, I th- I think he's I think he's in his own head. The Patriots' defense has just been sort of a mess recently, and really hasn't looked like it has much energy. I mean, the Patriots. They, I mean, they're a team that really and truly limped into the playoffs. Um, you know, they've had they've had two good wins basically, right? I mean, they had uh, this. Well, I mean. No, sorry. I mean, recently they haven't had any what you would think of 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 his big wins. Um, gosh, I don't know, man. The only thing that gives me pause is Bill Belichick on the sideline, but everything else besides that screams Buffalo big. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna middle it and go Buffalo two units. All right, you're going middle out. Yeah. Ultimately, I just say like talent. Major talent advantage wins out at home. Yeah, I think so too. So, um, hold on. I'm just writing my notes here. Burke is on it for two units. So, like, I guess, you know, Belichick gives me pause, but it's not so much Belichick as it is that spread being minus four. Because, again, like, there's a lot of ways here where Buffalo still wins, where Josh Allen still looks really good. Um but where they don't, they don't cover. So, you know, the minus four, again, Vegas knows how to set these lines to make it so hard to pick a side. Um, but I do go small on Buffalo here. And, um, and it is, again, the weather report for that game right now is that it's going to be like, you know, very, very, very cold. Yeah. Well, remember the last time it was very, very cold. The Patriots, the Patriots beat the Bills in a game where, uh, where oh. Mac Jones didn't have to throw the ball at all hardly. And um, I, I also – I also think the cold is probably less of a factor when both teams that are involved have experienced playing in the cold and, and their home uh, field is in the cold, you know? So like, for example, the Bengals and Raiders, if it's going to be cold, at least the Bengals, you know, play in Cincy, whereas the Raiders play in Vegas. Um, 
I, I tend to think I tend to think generally as a very ridiculously over general statement that that bad weather favors the home team. Yeah, and and I, you know obviously people kind of zone in on the over under, but that tends to be already priced in with the weather. So I don't know how much of an edge you can get there from a pretty obvious observation like, oh, it's fucking cold out, or you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you like Buffalo, like the over, maybe has some interest but just just because it seems like if buffalo is going to beat the patriots they're going to score some points um, yeah 44 though kind of seems like yeah. a, a, a with, bit of with a the, with the weather probably i'm staying away from that number it's like a, a, a sort of deceptively high-ish kind of over with the weather huh you got got to wonder about that right but there's also totally a scenario where buffalo gets like 35 by themselves that's true that's true well, and the Patriots uh, have been high scoring themselves at times. I mean, I think that they've, you know, weirdly, I think they've dropped bad teams. That's true, yeah. But, but they have done it against bad teams. I think they've got more uh, games with 50 plus points than anybody in the NFL, strangely. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they also, they also we, beat the bejesus out of my Titans, but, uh, you know, I'm going to put that on. We didn't have any of our skilled position players. That's just because they knew how bad it would hurt you. you yeah. Know? Um, hey, we still got the buy. Well, we got our picks in on that one. Let's move on to Sunday's first Sunday, game. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hmm. This will be my two units. So, I'm seeing, it right, I'm seeing it right now as Tampa minus nine and a half. Over-unders at 46. We're just picking against the spread in this one. But just FYI, that's what the over-under is at. I'm going to go two units on Tampa here just because I think uh, – I think they win by a lot. I don't know how else to say it. I think Philly's in a similar situation as Vegas in terms of being a team where you kind of feel like they had a, a bit of like a enchanted uh, end to the season to make it into the playoffs and sort of this is where it ends and it probably ends in unremarkable fashion with sort of a decisive defeat here. So I'm on Tampa as my medium play. Fellas, where you at? You know, I'm going the other way on this. Um, I like I, I like the Eagles to keep this close. I think that I think that Jalen Hurts will be able to use his legs. Um, I think I think they're going to be able to get pressure on Tom Brady up the middle, um, and I, I think they can keep this one close. You know, this is this is a a rematch of last year's playoff, which was a close game. The Eagles lost twenty eight twenty two. No, wait a second. I'm sorry. No, this is this is a, a playoff rematch, but that wasn't the score last year. But the Eagles kept it close when they played the Bucks in Week Six. The Bucks have not finished the season all that strong. You know, I mean, after Week Nine, the first nine weeks of the season, the Bucks defense was just incredible, especially against the run. Since then, they've been average. Um. I could see this being a, a very close game and with the spread that big, I like the Eagles plus I like the Eagles and I'm going to put uh I might even put 3 units on the Eagles for this one just wow. since I haven't laid 3 units left, 3 units yet. Okay, I got you down. Hoyt. <sighs> um I hear and agree with most of the things that both of you are saying. The, I, 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 were, I, I think the Buccaneers are just a vastly superior team, um, except for the fact that the quarter, the, the wide receiver situation is is a mess. 
Um, I, I think I lean that the Eagles cover that and the Buccaneers win. Um, but I wonder if or, or, do we have the option of picking a money line, or are we just picking against? Uh, I think in the interest of consistency, we're all going to have just like against spread. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if we're doing, I mean, we're doing units, though, you know. So I guess if it was weighted, you know, I, I'm I'm just thinking if if we're picking against the spread, I would probably go Eagles and go really small. Uh, so one unit. Yeah, I think we got to stick with. I think we got to stick with picking. Yeah, we all got to pick against the spread. All right, I got you. I was wondering if it was you know worth it to just throw it out on the money line, you know, (laughs) to see if it went anywhere. Oh, you were gonna take Philly with the odds? Oh yeah, I was thinking about you know just putting that money on on Philly with the the, probably a pretty good money line odds, Um, just just in case. But but if we're just doing against the spread, yeah, I'll take equals against the spread low. Well, I guess that's more fair than if you had wanted to just take uh, Tampa money line as your, <laughs> as your <laughs> pick and get credit for it if it hit. Um, that would be silly. All right. So you two are on Philly. I'm on Tampa. I got it. Too. Can you all hear me? I lost. I hear nothing. I can hear you. Yeah. You there? Yeah, was that just was that just a long dramatic pause or did no? You, did I had a I had a call coming in that I had to silence. Oh, cool, fair enough. So, yeah. Um, all right. So moving on. Hardest game Sanford. of the day. Or of the yeah, whole this slate. is the hard. This is the hardest one. This is all right. I got it right now as Dallas minus three, uh, yeah. over under fifty and a half, and on this one. I am going with San Fran plus as a two unit. And I have no reasoning other than that's how I feel. So I'll let you guys. So I'm on the other side of that one. I I like the Cowboys. I'm not terribly confident. I agree that it's the toughest game in the season, but, but here's why I like the Cowboys. I think that where the 49ers have been poor all season is defending the deep ball. And this Cowboys team, now that they're healthy and they've got their wide receivers back, it has some dynamite receivers. They've got a lot of options for Dak Prescott to throw to. And I think they're just going to carve up the, uh, I think they're going to carve up the 49ers secondary. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is a franchise quarterback. I just, man, it's, I'm not sure how confident I am in him. I think it's going to be a very close game. But since we got to pick one, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, and I'm going to put two units. All right. Dallas minus three, two units. Hoyt. I've gotten back and forth on this one so much. Um, I, I, I think what it comes down to is I think that that – if you play this game, you know, 15 times or whatever, the Cowboys just have a much higher ceiling in terms of what they can do on both offense and defense. So I think I take the Cowboys. And I, I, I yeah, I think I, I think I do a three. I think Ooh. I do a three. Oh, three man. unit banger. Three unit banger. All and, right. And, and here, here's the, the real reason is that like Nate has been talking up picking the 49ers. So I, I feel like always, Right against what he's saying, you should do with the Cowboys. 
Fade fade Nate, you could probably hit like a good sixty seven percent, you know. Hashtag yep. fade Nate. Hashtag yeah. one hundred emoji. <laughs> so um all right. So once again I'm bucking the trend and I got myself on the Niners at plus three and you two are taking Dallas Burke at two units, Hoyt at three. This next game, I, I've got my my lean here. It's going to be a one-unit play for me. This is kind of an interesting spread. Kansas City minus 12.5 versus Pittsburgh, and I am one unit on Pitt plus 12.5 just because there's so many weird ways I see this being a weird backdoor um, type situation or Pitt even hanging in even stronger than that. So Pitt, kind of weak on this one, but Pitt plus 12.5. Where are you guys at? Man, I'm completely the opposite on that. I think okay. this is a um, – I don't think this game is going to be close. I think this is going to be the biggest – well, I don't know if it will be the biggest blowout because if there's another one coming I feel comfortable with too. But the Steelers are the worst playoff team by far. And they're the worst playoff team in a long time. Um, you know, they just gave up 250 yards to the dynamite pair of uh, Latavius Murley and – Latavius Murray and Tyler Huntley. <laughs> God damn, uh, Latavius Murley. That <laughs> famous Latavius <laughs> Murley. Uh, but, you know, they're just – Kansas City is going to be able to run all over them when they want to. And, obviously, Kansas City's passing game is is quite good. Um, Kansas City is peaking at the right time, and, obviously, that's where you want to be. They've won nine of their last ten. They dismantled the Steelers when they played a few weeks ago. Uh, I think the Chiefs just blow them out. I'm on Chiefs for three units. Ooh, okay. Wait. So, again, I, I find myself somewhere in between the two of you. Um, Sexy. I, I, I would bet basically my entire bank account and all of my future earnings that the Chiefs win this game. Ooh, okay. Um, but, Burke, I think you are severely underrating the Steelers' defense, especially how they're playing recently. Um it would not surprise me if this game was a little lower scoring than you would expect and a little closer than you would expect. Like, I think there's certainly a world where the Chiefs blow them out, but I, I think I put one unit on Steelers plus 12 and a half. All right, cool. Hoyt's with me on this one. I feel, after the last two with you guys going against me, I was feeling a little bit like Caesar entering the Senate, you know? Like, like, like I said, I, I think, you know, I said I thought it was going to be chalk. I, I think we're basically, I have picked every game for the favorite to at least win yeah. close. Wait, you're one unit on that? Yeah. All right. So for that one, I got me, Steelers, plus 12 and a half, one unit. Burke is on KC, three units. Hoyt's uh, Pittsburgh plus 12 and a half, one unit. Last game, Monday game, you can discount. My bet on this one. I'm just going to do like a bet on the Cardinals plus four for no reason other than that I like the Cardinals. So ignore my opinion, but that'll be – I will live or die by the the result here. Uh, max it out, Cardinals plus four, because um, I just think that, you know, they're my team, but I also think they do match up well against their division rival here. Where are you guys at? I'm, I'm against you on this one. I'm, I'm Rams for – yeah, all the money, three three units. Really? Okay. So, what's your thought on that? Just think they're the better team. I, I just think they're the better team. I think they're better coach. They're playing at home. You know, um, I'm not as confident as uh, 
I'm, 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 I'm not as confident in this one, but I think, uh, I think I like the Cardinals and I think I like the Cardinals to win this game actually. Um, so I think I'm going to go Cardinals three units. And so I have three, three unit plays out there. So I'm going to live dangerously this weekend. Let's see. I'm I'm, going to go ahead and say it now to me. Rams sneaky to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay. You like them? Yes. I I, I think, you know, I I just think that that, that they have like some of the best, like elite superstar blue chip talent on their team. And, you know, when, when you get into the playoffs, blue chip talent's important. All right. What's the futures on that? Let's see if I can find that. Uh, NFL. You guys got your respective books open? Yeah, I've got Super Bowl winners open, and uh, Hoy could Hoy could get some good odds. You could get Rams plus nine thirty-seven. I I, I'm gonna take that. That's almost that's, ten to one. I, I I think those are pretty good odds because I think I think there's a universe for the Rams do it. I, I don't I don't think there's like a you know pull away from the pack best team this year. I think there's five or six teams that have pretty similar chances to win the Super Bowl and the Rams are one of those five or six teams. I think you know so no who do you got the that, Rams no who do you put in that, that five or six Rams Packers No one's gonna be that surprised uh, if Rams, Packers, Bucks, Titans, Chiefs, Bills Right. You know, if any of those six teams wins the Super Bowl, is anybody even even Cowboys? Like, if you want to make it seven, is anybody going to be that surprised if any of those seven teams win the Super Bowl this year? I would actually go so far as to say that any of the teams currently in the playoffs have a shot to <laughs> win the Super Bowl. Definitely you know, it's, have a shot. It's a wild think, year. There's I, a lot I, of I parody. You, I think if you drop off, there there's three or four teams that are that kind of just lucked into a spot in the playoffs the you know the Steelers the Raiders the Eagles drop those off like the, the, this is this is one of the more um there's more parity in this playoffs than than I really can ever remember yeah, yeah i mean i don't think there's one real dominant team now now here's the thing though i wonder if if you woke up from a coma after let's say week six and didn't look at any of the prior scores and just watch the NFL week six on, you would think the chiefs are going to run away with this. So I wonder how much bias we're putting in how poorly the chiefs played early because I, 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 I would, I would disagree with saying that they would run away with this because they still had some up and downs. Like if they, if they just dominated the rest of the season, they would have overtaken the Titans for the, uh, for the one seed, like the Titans were made it very easy to come get the one seed if you wanted to. And the chiefs didn't. Um, and also, well, also to be fair, you could have simply said, Hey, take a look at the chiefs performance since week six, instead of making us imagine the horrifying hypothetical of having been in a coma, you know, are you just, kidding? Getting to get, it's not, just getting it's to not sleep. necessary for the discourse here. Getting to sleep all day. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that a little, <laughs> You know, like coma kind of sounds sounds pretty good right now. It's like a six to eight month, six to eight month like moderate coma. You know, like nothing too nothing too crazy here. Just like a little hibernation. No, you know, maybe uh, maybe while you're asleep, pretend you're a salesman. uh, You know, going to visit a hotel. Kevin Finnerty, yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, so, um, uh, there's there's got to be a leftovers joke there too, but like I, I just I don't have it tonight. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking, boys. We made our picks. Um, we got about 40 minutes in. I'm looking at these Raps King slates, and I guess the only issue is I don't think it makes for very good podcasting because we've got there's two Millie makers, one on one for Saturday, one for Sunday. Um, and the slates are like small, so you have these yeah, kind of o- awkward, you kind of have these awkward salaries where like you're trying to sometimes you're trying to cram people in, and other times you have all this excess salary, and you don't know where to put it. Um, and we never fucking win these things either. Um, no, we sure don't. We don't even come close. So why don't we jettison it for for today? Um, or we could just rapid fire one for like in the next two minutes, and then if we hit, we hit. Uh, and it'll let's just rapid something, fire one. That's something cool like to talk about. Fire. All right, then let's it, do in favor of of like a more diverse slate. Let's do the Sunday millionaire one, just because there's three games as opposed three. to two. Um, so and let then me just, uh, and then after that, just twenty minutes about our personal lives. Yeah, twenty minutes yeah, each. about about the fact that my girlfriend is ex girlfriend has somehow become like an integral part of my close friend slash law partners. Uh, business why do these things happen you know like the road to hell is paved seven seven billion people in the world you know all that stuff um all right so i am looking at the DraftKings nfl 2.5 million dollar fantasy football millionaire one million dollar to first place sunday slate it's the three sunday games Let's start with QB. Usual rules apply, $50,000 salary. Uh, and there are basically, there should be what then? Six realistic QBs you could put in play out of three games? The six I, starters? I, I, think, I think you, yeah, I think you cross Mahomes and Brady off the list and maybe look at Dak and Hertz. Mahomes and Brady just, well, so here's the thing. They're not like, too expensive compared to True. you know what i mean True. like we're not talking about eight or nine thousand dollar qbs here we're talking about 7300 7200 for Mahomes and brady so i wouldn't necessarily rule them out i just think that if you go with Mahomes and brady you're doing more of like a stars and scrubs type lineup where that's polarized where you're trying to have your scrubs hit as well as your chalk as opposed well, to like a more flat lineup where it's like just middling guys across the board, hoping that they all kind of just overperform. Well, but here's the uh, problem: so you've you could, got you could think about you could think about stacking Brady with uh, Buccaneer receivers not named Mike Evans. Right, you could stack him with, or you could stack him with maybe Gronk and kind of treat Gronk like a receiver a bit. Um, so he's like expensive for a tight end, but he's sort of, if he's like, if you treat him as a receiver, then he's more middling and you have a stack and then you can kind of like find a, a, a but then you have to root for Brady. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not really looking at Brady as much as I'm looking at Dak in this situation for 6,700 because you can stack him with. Yeah. Let's so Dak at 6,700 and like, I guess the obvious stack would, be cd lamb um but do we think that maybe amari at 400 dollars cheaper is a good option here because he's been in good form as of late uh or both i mean shit if you want you could always grab grab a cedric wilson and find value elsewhere i mean i don't know again there's not that many games so maybe you're not trying to find a lot of value elsewhere but 
I, yeah. like Amar- I like Amari Cooper. He's more their deep guy. And, and like I said, I think this is a game where they're going to be taking a lot of deep shots. And I think they're going to be connecting on a lot of deep shots. Um, so I like Amari Cooper more than CD Lamb on that. I can go with that. I'm gonna, I'm Again, gonna especially if, if Amari's cheaper, I think, yeah, go with that. I'm going to plug in Cooper here. Um, do we go – do we run it back? I want to run it back with some San Francisco receiver because I think San, if, if, if this lineup is based on the idea of Dak putting up points and the, the Cowboys putting up points, then I guess in theory, even if, even if they start to win decisively over the 49ers, in theory the 49ers are throwing the ball a little bit. So – um, well, the we problem in- there is you've got you've got uh, you've got Debo Samuel, who's the most expensive receiver at seventy nine hundred, right. and then you've right. got to go all the way down to, uh, to yeah to Ayuk at fifty two hundred, and that's that's a pretty significant drop off. I mean, it's a drop off in price, like as well, but is it a bad drop off in quality? Because is there some sneaky value with Ayuk at fifty two hundred? Because he's not a bad receiver. Um, well, the the other thought would be Kittle. True. And George Kittle is, is pretty cheap, fifty eight hundred. Let's try Kittle. I like right. it. Let's try Kittle and let's spend on other wide receivers, such as uh, let's see, fifty two hundred average remaining salary. Are we thinking somebody like? Well, let's see. I'm seeing a cue next to Tyree Kill. So Tyree Kill's questionable. He did hurt himself last time in practice. Or not in practice in the pregame warm up, and then played. Is this one of those? Do you, like you, th- do we think Tyree? I mean, he's gonna play. Obviously, is he gonna truly be not a hundred percent, or is this just like a random questionable tag that kind of means nothing, and they'll remove it before the game, and he's gonna be at a hundred percent? Because if he's not a hundred, almost impossible to know that today. <laughs> Um, if he's not, if he's not a hundred percent, or if we just go on the assumption, which is not a bad assumption, because if you look at how gingerly he was running around um, last game, that he's not a hundred percent, or at least that that the targets are going to go elsewhere. There's some sneaky cheap receivers like Nicole Hardman for forty one hundred, and, and again, you're going to like frown at that, but you have to go cheap somewhere in these lineups to keep your salary. So. Uh, I mean, you, you, at least, let's see, I'm looking at our notes. At least well, your other option, like, like your KC other option is up. the, uh, your other option. If you're going to take a, uh, a Kansas city receivers, Brian Pringle. So I think between the two, you want Hardman. Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle, not Brian. Fantastic. I, um, Hardman I blew up I last game. I wouldn't mind if I could figure out which one I thought was the right one to do. I wouldn't mind having a Pittsburgh receiver. In this yeah, because because I think that's there's there's a lot of uh, uh, garbage time potential in that game. I think in that case you might spend up for Deontay Johnson. For Deontay, yeah, because he's not that expensive. Well, look, if we put Miko Hardman in at forty one hundred as our dart throw, like the punt play, you know, because he did score definitely afford Deontay. Yeah, so let's put Hardman in because I mean, and he's not really a. I mean, he scored twenty two fantasy points last week he is like a, a target that Patrick Mahomes does try to find uh you can put Deontay so, Johnson in we've already we've skipped over running back so we've got all our wide receivers in our tight end field and we need running back so we've got realistically Najee Harris Ezekiel Elliott Eli Mitchell uh Elaire. fuck I mean the Bucks have like nobody um 
Yeah, I mean, why not take a flyer on Keyshawn Vaughn scoring another touchdown? Just uh, volume. Just vo- I mean, he's forty five hundred. He's going to be. He's like the only running back they have. You know, um, I mean, he's talented. He's a Vandy guy. I watched a lot of him. He's he's super talented. He just they don't. Uh, you know, man. Well, we're gonna have to take a flyer on at least one running back. So maybe let's take the flyer on him. Let's make the let's, him. Let's, our, uh... let's do it just because he's cheap. Like I don't. It's it's rare to find a running back in the fours that is gonna be the undisputed bell cow like workhorse back of a team. And you literally like he's the only. He's, and he's not literally their only running back, but he's basically their only he's running back. Only running back. Um, and then if you plug him in, you can basically just take chalk like Elliot. Or even Najee, although Najee's questionable. Najee's but he's, questionable. Zach. I think you. I think he's, you want Zeke in this. I think if you're going to take Chalk, yeah, you want, I think you you want, want Zeke. If you're going to pay up for running back because he's cheaper and himself. he doesn't have the questionable tag. So and he's and we've got Dak, and so if if he catches at least some passes, then there's some stacking effect there. Um, and double yeah, stacks. And, and double stacks are not the Steelers just have to throw the ball a hundred times, you know. So I think next. At our defense, because then we'll know how much we, we can spend on our flex. And we may be able to spend a lot. On we our will flex. be able well, I guarantee you we'll spend a lot because the top defense is still only 3,400. And so we're going to, we're going to be good in the flex. Um, I don't like do any, we, I don't like do any we, of these defenses. I think, no, you have to pay, I think you have to pay up for the bucks. Yeah. Let's just hold our nose and take the bucks just because we have so much money left and then we can take Kelsey. You like the bucks more than you like the chiefs. You think, you think the Eagles are going to score. Uh, less than the Steelers. Well, I think the Bucks have a better defense. Well, it, think, if we take, here's the, here's the deal. Not very good. Here's the deal. If we take the Bucks, we can afford Kelsey as well, our let's flex. Do it. Let's just if do we, it and be legends. I like that. If we take anyone less than the Bucks, then we can not only afford Kelsey, but we can probably just pull someone else out and replace them with some someone maybe better. So do we just go with the Bucks and Kelsey? Because let's just yeah, let's just go with the Bucks and Kelsey. I like right. this lineup. At least yeah, a hundred like, bucks we left. Need our, we, need our, we need our lottery tickets in there. We don't need to like go with all the obvious stuff. Yeah, and it's 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 hard to disagree with at least the potential that Travis Kelsey in a playoff game might get some points. Um, so I think we're good there. So, well, that's good. So we'll see how we do. Um, that's all I've got. What do you, what do you guys think? Sound good? Man, I think it's just going to be fun. I'm so excited for, for playoff football. I think it's going to be a good, uh, a good relaxing Saturday followed by pretty, just because there was only two games and then followed by four games on Sunday. Um, it's going to be cool. Once again, I am just, I'm excited to watch a weekend full of six fucking playoff football. Is that an airplane? I am just excited to watch a play <laughs> of six fucking football playoff football games. Uh, it's getting without, abducted by aliens. Without, without <laughs> having to worry about the Titans, without having to like feel terrible about the Titans being behind or anything. Like I can just wait till next week for that shit um, and just hope the Chiefs lose. Because... The, the Titans can beat any team in this thing except the Chiefs. Well, guys, I like it. We've got uh, we've got our picks in. I'm excited to see who wins this competition, um, or who just gets embarrassed that we can mock mercilessly. I mean, and, I think the answer is that that no one wins in a dairy contest. Right. <laughs> That's well, true. <laughs> we uh, 
we shall leave the rest up to fate and we will check back in next time and see how we all did. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. And good luck. And good luck. Bye-bye.